yeah, um, talk about last week in the game. Uh, really proud of our football team. Uh, they showed me and I think our, our fans uh, what kind of team they can be uh, with some adversity, uh, especially in the second half. So I uh, told them I'm very proud of them. I love them. And, uh, and we put that one behind us. We've talked about uh, being number one, and, and really the only one we should be talking about is trying to be 1-0 uh, this week. And so um, uh, proud of our team and, and, and look forward to a great battle up in Grand Forks. Take uh, questions, uh, starting with Matt Zimmer. <clears throat> Don, do you feel like your guys have taken an appropriate sort of business-like approach to this win and understanding that it won't mean as much and uh, you know what the opportunities they have in front of them if they're able to take care of business here in the next four weeks, starting obviously with North Dakota this week. Yeah, I, I, I know they uh, understand it. They, they understand the, where we sit right now and, and what that could mean at the end of the season. We talked about uh, really what we accomplished in Fargo uh, if we continue to play like we can play, and uh, it really matters on November 20th you know, uh, which is the selection show. Uh, we have a very mature team and we have, we have unbelievable leadership. And so they do a great job of handling all those types of situations. Tucker Kraft appeared to announce on Twitter this week that he's back, he's gonna play this week. Is that the plan? Uh, I think that'll be our doctor and our trainer's decision. Tucker, I know he's, he's been uh, lobbying, if you will, uh, to get on the field and uh, he understands uh, what's at stake, you know, in terms of his future. So, but he's he's a great teammate, and he he wants to play. Yes. If he does come back, uh, what would that mean to your offense and to your whole football team? Well, I, I you know most people would say he's our best football player, so it, it would would uh, it would give us uh, you know three real tight ends to put on the field. You know, the guys that are ready to play which we wanted to do a bunch uh, until we lost him in the Iowa game. It would mean, uh, uh, you know, a safety might have to cover him down the field. And if and when he is full speed, that's a pretty tough task. Um, and just his, his, uh, his confidence, his, his energy, I think, probably is the biggest thing. Uh, uh, guys feed off of that. Yes, I'll go next. Uh, Coach, kind of to follow up on that, whenever Tucker gets back in the offense, uh, you've obviously kind of found a pretty good balance, pretty good thing, especially with your run game, as we saw this last week in Fargo. Um, is it going to take a little bit of an adjustment? Is it going to be a little, take a little while to kind of figure out how to balance things out with him? And and I guess I don't want to say change the offense, but is it just going to take a little bit of a readjustment to get him back in there? Um, I don't think so. You know, we had the, our our package was based on you know day one. We don't we don't put in a lot of new plays, and so we will be able to uh, bring back, like I said, the thirteen personnel, maybe a little bit more twelve personnel. You know, using our tight ends, but you know, Tucker's not just a pass catcher. He's going to be involved in the run game, and so you know, when the run game's working, a huge part of that is Mike Morgan, Zach Hines, Tucker Craft. Uh, Kevin Brenner, those guys blocking his tight ends. Well, there's that old cliche that everything kind of happens for a reason. I know last year's team, I think, admitted a couple times after a few losses that 
maybe the expectation the, the there was a rise in pressure once they kind of beat the FBS team was more people were showing up stuff like that that's going to continue obviously now with this the number one ranking do you think they're a little better equipped to kind of handle all this maybe as a result of some of the things they went through a year ago I do I do and I, we don't talk about the past I've read some some stuff about how we we uh don't win some of the games we should win. I don't know if that's ever the case. You know, who, how do you know uh, which which one you should win and which one you shouldn't win? This is a very mature football team, like I said. Their goals are very lofty. They're realistic. And uh, so I don't think there'll be any any uh, worry about us not performing up to our potential. UND is a great football program, great football team. And so if, when you watch film, you, you don't have to – you don't have to – uh, get yourself up for this one. This is another another tough road trip, and their record at home is is phenomenal. So, we need to be ready. I'm gonna say as last last question: Does being in this conference, you know, even even the teams at the bottom ten can be ones that can rise up if you don't have your best stuff? Does it does this kind of prepare you going forward for the playoffs and whatnot, regardless of what happens? That you kind of have to be at a playoff caliber to play in this league week after week. You do, and to survive and to get to the playoffs, without a doubt. Um, uh, I think the playoffs have a little different energy to them, you know, because there's a prize that that uh, is different than a conference championship, but there's no doubt the Missouri Valley prepares you for uh, playing uh, tough, well-coached football. Go to Andrew Holton from uh, Brookings Register for the next question. John, what kind of uh, challenges do does uh, UND present for you guys on Saturday? Um, they're very sound in, in special teams. Uh, offensively, they, they have a phenomenal playmaker at quarterback. The Schuster kid is really, really good. And uh, from third down conversions to fourth down conversions to doing a lot of stuff, he, he's a playmaker. And there's a lot of those in our league, so we're, you're used to it, but he's, again – we got to take care of them. And then defensively, they, they, they play their tails off. They can line up an odd front, an even front, and so your rules change in those types of things. So uh, I think our package will be smaller on offense because of their, their variety on defense, do a lot of twisting and plugging linebackers. Um, and, and, and you know what? This, uh, when you're number one or number two or whatever, uh, you're going to get everybody's best. And so whatever – challenges they face we, we face we're going to get as much of it as they have because of because of the ranking talked about it a little bit on saturday but just how confident are you in your running game right now you know with the way amar johnson has been playing um you know the way he came in and uh after isaiah kind of got banged up there uh, very confident, you know, and, and it starts with the big guys. It starts with one-on-one uh, -on -one matchups on the line of scrimmage. Uh, but, yeah, I thought Amar rose up, you know, and, again, you, you never – there's no 110%, but it's, when your number's called and you, and you give it everything you got, that's all we can ask, and that's what Amar did, and I'm really proud of him. I feel like it seems like you guys haven't played, you know, you say that – you haven't played perfect football and you're probably not going to play perfect football, but you guys are six and one. Do you feel a sense of that you guys have another level that you can, you know, take it to um, here down the stretch? Yeah, incrementally, yes. Uh, you know, aren't we all supposed to get better every day? 
uh, you know, whether it's you writing articles or following things and, and myself watching film and finding finding advantages and our players, uh, you know, you know, getting better at blocking, getting better at tackling, without a doubt. And like you said, there'll never be a perfect game. Uh, again, our USD game uh, was as high of championship effort grade as I've ever given in 26 years. And so that was as well played a game as, as I've seen, but we can be better uh, and, and we need to be better. Thanks, John. Yep. Continue with uh, Chris Shad from the Brookings Register. Hey, John. Uh, you talked about it a little bit on Saturday as well, but uh, with SDSU being number one in the rankings during the regular season for the first time in school history, what does that mean to you and just how much this program has grown, uh, especially since jumping to the FCS in the mid-2000s? Well, it, it's a – it's – you know, for 10 seconds, when you think about it, it's it's a neat accomplishment. It's it's the nation saying right now, SDSU football is labeled the best team in, in, at the FCS level. Um, on a on a on a, a real note, it, it means that the guys in 2004 that stood up on the practice field that said we're all in, coach, should have as much excitement and even more excitement about this ranking than I do or any of our present players. I mean, they set the tone. They they were recruited to play in the North Central Conference Division II football, and they started hopping on planes and flying all over the all over America to to play McNeese and Nichols and Cal Poly, and and uh, and uh, they never never wavered. And uh, and so many many people have invested in our program uh, to get to where we are. And now we we need to work hard to stay there. And then North Dakota is nine and one against their last 10 games against ranked opponents in Grand Forks. You know, what challenge does playing at the Alaris Center bring to your team? And how does playing in an environment like the Fargo Dome last week help you for Saturday's game? Well, we, we thought Iowa had helped us and we jumped off sides five times at, in Fargo. So uh, we can go back to any past experience and, and I and reference it and, and, uh, ideally grow from it, get better from it, handle it better. Uh, I know their fans will show up. I'm, I'm, I would expect it would be a sellout uh, because of the, the what's at stake and, and who's coming to town. Uh, but they're a really good football team. They're, they're, they're a really, really good football team. And surely everybody has a home field advantage, but uh, it's not just their crowd or their, their dome. It's their football players and their coaches. And then Mark Gronowski said uh, during the postgame presser on Saturday, you know, they win this game. They're the champion of the Dakotas. How much does that mean to your team uh, to kind of get the Dakota sweep on Saturday if they win? Well, it, it would mean we get, we were able to get three wins against three really good football teams, you know, and I maintain um, USD struggling now, but I, I think they're a good football team. And so bragging rights, recruiting, advantages, uh, all that stuff. But it's kind of like being ranked number one or winning a national championship. Uh, you know, if we're lucky enough to do that, we're going to move on real quick because uh, we got Hobo Day and, and a bunch of stuff going on uh, the next week. So, Thank you, Coach. You bet. All right, we'll, we'll move next to uh, Jack Michaels with UND Radio. Thanks, uh, Jason. Good to see you. And Stig, congratulations uh, on the success so far. 
Got a couple for you, and maybe, uh, John, just piggybacking on what Chris asked you there because you were before the NDSU game embarking on, on three or four on the road. You talked about how well this team played in Iowa City. Springfield's not a cupcake place to go play. Fargo Dome, obviously. Is, is it simply, you mentioned maturity earlier, Stig. Uh, is it as simple as that, or is there more to that to be able to handle hostile environments? Well, it's it's maturity. It's uh, um, the focus on what's at stake. You know, the the you know, it's not a scrimmage. It's not a, a ones versus ones on a Tuesday practice. It's two ranked teams playing uh, for bragging rights and for us to stay at number one which, again, like I said, at the end of the season, one game at a time would have huge implications in the playoffs. So I, I think those things intersect. Um, um, I can't say that that uh, any of those teams that we played are, are, are similar. So this will be a unique game in its own right. And, and to follow up on that, and obviously every coach wants that, that balance, and it's impressive watching yours. Um, and I'd imagine you feel pretty good about your balance so far, but on both sides of the ball, a uh, lot to do. I know you got to improve every week, but, but where are you with the, just the competitive balance that you have on, on offense, defense, and for that matter, special teams take. Well, I, I, other than a kickoff return at North Dakota state, I thought our special teams were as good as they've been first half. Our offense and defense were, were way below where we played and give credit to, North Dakota State. Uh, we've played great defense, and we've gotten better, I think, offensively up until that first half uh, every week. And so um, ideally we can take another step this week. And, and, and uh, uh, you know, we, we, we're still minus a bunch of guys in terms of injuries, and I don't know how that impacts uh, the balance or the ability, but I'd love to have a healthy football team right now going into this final, final stretch. Good stuff. Thanks, John, for the time. Appreciate it. You bet, Jack. Any further questions? John, I maybe missed it if you said earlier. Um, is there an update on Isaiah Davis, just how healthy he is after Saturday, getting beat up a little bit? Uh, he went through walkthrough last night. Um, he was the number one guy with the number one offense. So, um, you know, it's 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 – it's an injury that uh, he could be 100% at the end of the week or, or you know, a, a little slowed down a little bit, but we expect him to play. Thanks. Coach, kind of curious, following up on that question about the winning the Dakotas, what's maybe a difference between now and that D2? I, I, get, in the feeling, I get the feeling in the D2 era, this would have been a huge thing to be going for a Dakota sweep, but now it seems a little more, not to minimize it, but it seems like you're a little more business-like about it. What's maybe the difference between these games now as opposed to that D2 era? Um, well, in the D2 era, we really did not talk about the Dakotas. We talked about sweeping South Dakota, which was Augustana and USD. And our guys took a lot of pride in that. Um, I know our athletic director, uh, at when, you know, uh, when I first got here, the USD game was huge. You know, that was, that was the most important game of the year for him and I respect that he'd been here a long time and that rivalry was great. Um, I've never talked about sweeping the Dakotas. So um, where Mark got that or where they got it as a team, I don't know. I think they're lobbying to try to get some new t-shirts is what they're lobbying for, but uh, uh, they, they don't, they don't know the budget. So. Uh, 